0: with AWB Contract Templates. Hashtag
1: Transformation Tuesday. Hashtag Flex Friday. Train insane or remain the same. If you've witnessed content like this on social media, then this episode is for you. After meeting thousands of wellness coaches and athletes, I'm sharing the three common mistakes that I witnessed them and dare I say others make, and some tips of what you can do instead. So if you're not in the wellness industry, I encourage you to keep listening anyway, as there are a few takeaways here that anyone can apply to amplify their influence online. You're listening to Flaunt Your Fire, the branding and visibility podcast, where we own our values as we amplify our influence. I'm your host, India Jackson, and I am so excited to dig into this conversation today. As many of you know, years and years before this podcast and things like that, I spent so, so long... I mean, over 10 years, witnessing brands adopt identities that were sellable, but not really authentic. And that experience really informed a lot of the conversations that we have here today, a huge base of my values and the way that I run the businesses that I own. And what a lot of that has in common is really in the online space, witnessing people doing what they see other people doing, but not really pausing, <laughs> as we say on pause pausing the play, to dig deeper into is what they're doing aligned with their values? Is it strategic? Is it going to get them the results that they're looking for? And then in 2017, my perspective of this just evolved on a whole other level. Like, I had already been diving into wellness and fitness as of 2016 on a weight loss journey. And if you've been there, you can understand what I mean. Prior to that point in my life, I would join a gym for a week, a few months. I was that New Year's resolution person, but I didn't really stick with it. And I really didn't have like a formal approach to my nutrition. But in 2017, I found myself having been in a gym consistently for the first time in my life. And also working with a lot of the gym's clients who happen to be athletes and personal trainers and nutritionists. And I found myself at bodybuilding shows, fitness conventions, the Arnold Classic, like you name it. These were the types of things that I was taking part in. And time and time again, people would Um, Make comments and ask me if I was going to be competing too, or if I were a wellness coach as well. And so, from those experiences, I found myself uh, exploring bodybuilding and becoming a bodybuilding athlete, specifically a bikini athlete. And so, from that perspective, that insider perspective, I witnessed a lot of what was happening on the social media profiles of both the athletes, the coaches, the gym owners, you name it. And I say this to say that I'm going to Have some things that I share in this episode, but I want you to know that it comes from a place of love for this industry. Health, wellness, and fitness will always have a special place in my heart and in my lifestyle, especially as someone who continues to be plant based and continues to make wellness a priority. And (laughs) this episode is a bit of tough love with some feedback that many of you will be able to relate to, even if you're not from that industry from that world and I'm just gonna dig right in. so part of how I landed here in this episode is we have this amazing opportunity to come to live Q a sessions inside pause and in the play the community. and one of the things that I love to do and it's one way that you can work with me directly is by joining pause in the play the community by visiting pause and the play, dot com slash community. And each month we have at least one Q&A session where you can either submit your questions in advance and I answer them in the session and address the concerns that came up and you can watch the replay. So for those of you that may be in different time zones or just are not available at the times that we have it, that's a great way to do that. But also um, you're able to attend live and we're able to workshop through some of the strategy or even mindset pieces that may be coming up because Erica Corday is typically on those calls with me as well and she's able to support us. I'm a certified life coach. And so with that said, um, as our community has been growing and expanding, we've been noticing some more people from the wellness industry, whether they're therapists, coaches, personal trainers, and nutritionists joining the space. And we've been workshopping some things. And it just kind of rebought me back to some basic things that I think are helpful for anyone, but specifically come up in this industry. And so digging into that, I want to start you with thing number one. Number one is I want you to think about going where your clients are. Not other people's clients, not necessarily what you're currently doing as part of like what you would like from the work that you do, but where the clients you want to work with are. And I say go where your clients are because so many times I see that Industries can have like the standard events that everybody goes to. So for podcasters, it may be a podcasting convention. For people who are in the fitness industry specifically, they may think about things like the Arnold Classic, um, which is Arnold Schwarzenegger's bodybuilding event, essentially, um, for those of you who are not from that industry. Or local bodybuilding shows and things like that. Um, for others, it may be trade shows. But I want you to ask yourself, is that where your clients are? I've witnessed so many people who are showing up at potentially the wrong events. If you don't desire to work with professional bodybuilding athletes and you have a clothing company and maybe you want to work with real everyday women or whatever that may be, right? Then why are you going to the bodybuilding shows and paying thousands of dollars to have a booth there? Um, to be able to sell your clothing to athletes if that's not your ideal client base, that's not who you want to work with, if that's not who you want purchasing your products. And the same goes if you have a service to offer. (laughs) Again, I've seen it time and time again where You know, people are justifying purchasing tickets to show up at certain types of events, but they want to work with everyday people who would probably never be at those kinds of events. So think about where your clients are in person. And I also want you to think about that online. I mean, that's a big one because um, I find that specifically in the wellness industry, Instagram, because it's so visual, has become like the place that all of the coaches, the personal trainers, the dieticians, the nutritionists, the people who have um, like online boot camp programs and things like that hang out at. But ask yourself, who do you want to work with and where are they hanging out at? I can say that many of the people who are going after the everyday entrepreneur, a lot of entrepreneurs are leaving Instagram and are spending more of their actual time browsing and organically seeing content over on TikTok if they're looking for educational or funny content or over on LinkedIn if they're thinking about business and transformation. So really just ask yourself, are your clients where you are in person and online? Okay. So number two is I want you to think about showing me what you do. In this case, show me the food. (laughs) I'm going to say that again. Show me the food. I feel like that came from a movie where they were saying, show me the money. But anyway, (laughs) I want you to think about that because the mistake that I see happening is showing things that are about you. It's not about you. And what I mean by that is photos of yourself, specifically in this industry, people will show pictures of their own transformation. Those are selfies in the mirror at the gym. It's not about you. Show me the food. And I can go on a whole rant about this, but I just want you to hold space for this idea for a moment. I want you to think about any wellness coach or trainer or nutritionist that you've seen online and think about the content that you see them putting out somehow images highlighting the meal plans that they sell for those that are selling meal plans gets forgotten. It's one of the most forgotten visual content peelers out of what they have to pull from for their imagery that they're using to promote themselves online. And it seems like so simple when you pull back and think about it. But social media can really create this energy of just doing what everyone else is doing, which is the selfies in the mirror of your bicep that we forget to show what we're selling. And so I say, like, it sounds simple, but don't believe me. And I'm going to encourage you to, if you're in a safe space where you're not driving or something, whip out your phone and go to Instagram and look at like the first wellness coach that you can think of in terms of like health and fitness and see how many pictures you see of not what they're eating, but examples of the actual meals on their clients' nutrition plans have a feeling you're not going to find much. You're going to see exactly what I mean. And yet this is the very type of image that inspires a quiet follower to finally reach out and say, hey, I want to know about your nutrition services the most because they're literally seeing what they'll be eating potentially if they're your client. And so (laughs) if this sounds like you or someone you know, first of all, you're not alone I think we've all been there where we've done something that someone else was doing or we've overlooked an area and we've missed something, right? Because it's, it's our business. It's our brand. And so we all have areas that <laughs> are really easy to skip that seem so obvious in conversation with someone else. But that's... The whole beauty and point of having community and having strategists and being able to get outside support so that they're able to witness the things that you've missed and put them on your radar. All right. I know that I can be on a soapbox about that, but I just want to say it's one thing to tell people that you have, you know, a nutrition plan for sale. It's another to show them. And specifically with this, uh, it's close to my heart because there is research to show that we eat with our nose, through our sense of smell, through our eyes, through our vision of what we're seeing on the plate and the color of that, and and with our mouth. We're literally putting food in our mouth and eating it and chewing it. Not with our ears and not through reading captions. So show me the food, please. Coming soon in pause in the Play, I'll be sharing a resource inside the community where it is literally going through some visual content pillars that every brand benefits from having covered when they are doing photos, whether it be a branded photo shoot that you've invested in, or whether it be pictures you're taking with your phone, but just making sure that you're breaking up the content. And one of those content pillars is what you sell. Are you doing the work? And in this case, if you're a nutrition coach that you're selling the plan, show me the plan. And as a side note to that, (laughs) the soapbox that I'm still on thank y'all for hanging with me on this one, but is that when you are selling transformation, right, you're selling the transformation of your clients. So try to think a little bit about where someone is when they decide to work with you. And one of the things that they're, might have in their mind is a story that, I mean, it's easy for you to look that way or eat that way. Because of course, like you're the coach or you're the nutritionist or you're the personal trainer, but it's not so easy for everyday people to do that. And so when you flip it from here's what I'm eating or here's my personal body transformation to showing here's what my clients are eating, You don't have to give away your full nutrition plan or workout plan, but also here's the transformation my clients are getting. And here's what it feels like when they're engaging with me. They're able to put themselves in the position of that other person and imagine themselves being your client. Okay. And this is a shorter episode. So last but not least, I'm leaving you with number three. Highlight your values. And I'm going to bring it back to what I was saying a moment ago. One of the things that I see people do in their captions is they'll put Transformation Tuesday or hashtag Flex Friday or like motivational quotes. Train insane or remain the same. If you're not growing, you're shrinking. You know, we've all heard these kinds of phrases, but those phrases don't necessarily tell someone who is new to you what they can expect from you. Those phrases are not conversation starters. And you have to think about this. Many people have fear associated with change, whether it be small or big. Change for many people is not like an easy, yes, I'm ready to go do this right now kind of thing. And so when we talk about something that affects every part of our life, such as what we eat or affects our lifestyle, such as you know what our physical activity looks like. You have to recognize that there may be fear there. And so you want to address that fear. And it doesn't always mean like directly saying, you know, hey, you have fear and here's what to expect. But one way that you can address that fear or help people navigate that is recognizing that fear can be eased when you know what you're getting yourself into. And so, if I feel like I know like and trust you and we have aligned values because you're talking about those things in your captions, then my fear is potentially going to be less than just a motivational quote or no real caption at all because let's just let's just be real hashtag insert thing here is not it's not a real caption it's not a sentence <laughs> so. I really want you to consider highlighting your values in your written content. And when possible, if you're going to be on video, if you're going to do reels or lives or whatever that may be where it's longer form content, find a way to integrate your values into those things. Because again, that no like, and trust factor can instantly grow. It makes a big difference for me to know that someone is... Um, really patient and understanding, versus someone else might want someone who's really high energy and is like, "Yeah, this is going to be fun and awesome." And, you know, those are two very different types of service providers in this industry. But I'm not going to really know which one someone is based off of hashtags and motivational quotes alone. Another value that may come up for people in this industry is, you know, taking a natural approach to things and looking at going back to the basics of, you know, are things plant-based or are we inserting a lot of uh, synthetic supplements? I don't really know that off of hashtags and motivational quotes and selfies alone. So there's a lot of opportunity to highlight your values, to talk about what matters to you, not just in your industry, but also in life, right? We're whole humans with families and uh, hobbies and things that matter to us in this world beyond what we do. So any of those things that you're sharing as far as highlighting your values is an opportunity to have a connection point, to potentially have someone say, we have this in common, And I feel a little bit safer here or I feel a little bit more comfortable here. And it is also an opportunity to start some conversation starters because ultimately, if you're putting your time and energy into showing up in person and online, you want other people to have an easy way to begin to just start a conversation with you organically that's not necessarily about what you sell so you can actually get to know each other. I want you to remember that visibility is truly a two-way street. And so what's missing in a lot of this is forgetting that. Remember that visibility and being a two-way street isn't just saying more. It isn't just posting more. It isn't just doing more or more selfies. It's taking a moment to truly think about what you're doing strategically. It's listening more. It's paying more attention. To who matters to you, who your clients are going to be. And it's not asking yourself, how do I get in front of more people? Because that comes up so much, but rather, who's already here and why? What do we have in common? What do we value together? What's on their radar? What are their concerns in their life? And how can I address that in my content? How can I help them feel witnessed? How can I leave them? Feeling like they have the least amount of questions possible about who this brand is that I am showing up as and what they can expect if they decide to reach out. When you take the time to understand why your people are following you, how they landed there, why they're showing up, you'll know how to keep them there. I mean, that's truly the path of creating content that builds a deeper connection. And I know it it comes up so, so much, but I want to remind you that there is someone out there for everyone. So when you make the decision to kind of shift some of the things that we talked about today, which is really going to get back to honestly being more of yourself, you're going to attract people who feel good for you to work with because they like... You, they like your brand. They like the energy or voice of your brand, the values of your brand if you have multiple people working with you. And if you're a solopreneur, you. And so they're there for that because I'm sure you're not the only service provider or product provider in the wellness industry that they know. They made a conscious decision to invest time, energy if it's through a like or a subscribe or whatever that may be, and eventually money into you instead of someone else. Okay, and last but not least, because I know I could go on and on about this, I've seen so many (laughs) things come up in this arena. Is I want you to whip out your phone. I want you to open up the podcast app that you're currently using, or if you're reading this article, I want you to head on over to pauseandtheplay.com. But if you have an app and you're listening, I want you to do a search for Pause and the Plays podcast. There's an episode there titled. Make the world your playground of possibilities with Gary Ware. And I think it'd be a great follow-up to this conversation. Erica Corday, my co-founder of Pause in the Play, interviews Gary Ware there. And they're talking about really looking at creating through an energy of play. I want you to go back and I want you to really come back with a fresh perspective and an energy of experimentation, improvisation, and play when you think about the content that you're going to create going forward based on this conversation. Gary dives into so many tangible (laughs) things that you can do and mindset shifts to supply you with because I know this episode was very tangible. And ultimately, I think one of the big takeaways is giving yourself permission to play and to get out of feeling like you have to follow some tactic or formula or prescription or what you saw someone else doing online. So again, you can find that episode by searching for pause on the play. And the name of the episode is Make the World Your Playground of Possibilities with Gary Ware. I know that there is something special about you, something that you are doing differently than others in your industry. And I want to call you up to bring that forward, to highlight that, to own that, and to amplify it. And if you would benefit from being in a community where you get to dive into really leaving behind the shoulds and getting customized feedback for you. For less than $100 each month inside Pause on the Play the Community, you're able to join myself and Erica Corday live for a Q&A session where we will give you individual feedback on doing exactly that. Sign up to join our next live session and get the replay video at pauseontheplay.com/community. Again, that's slash community We can't wait to see you in the community. This episode of Flaunt Your Fire is brought to you by Pause on the Play. You can learn more about our community, our 24-hour access workshops, and our podcasts by visiting pawsontheplay.com. The Flaunt Your Fire podcast is recorded on the stolen land of my brother's ancestors, the Piscataway people. This land is known by many as the capital of the United States, Washington, D.C., and its surrounding area.